This is the ear spoon with Fish and Steve. Hey everybody, this is Fish. And uh, welcome to the Ear Spoon. Yay, Ear Spoon. Yeah, <laughs> brought to you by, uh, what's that coffee company again? It's Mocha Joe's. Oh, yeah, the Mocha Joe's, Mocha found at mochajoes.com. Thank you for caffeinating the pod. Although today I think we have opted to uh, kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've just been drinking some beers here, trying to find some motivation to kind of. Well, uh, gazpacho police i suppose <laughs> forces a man a, a a educated man to drink more than he probably should waiter there's a fly in my gazpacho <laughs> oh, looks no. like a <laughs> that's not a just that's not a gazpacho that's just a party that's trying to oppress you <laughs> oh, God. Like the jokes just write themselves we don't even have to try uh, yeah, what well, we were talking about before we went on right i think like Satire is dead. Satire is dead. <laughs> like you, yeah, like how do you make fun of somebody who literally wantonly types it out and then says it? Gaspacho police. Well, here's what I always come back to, and you've heard me say this before, so I'll say it again because mm-hmm. that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can easily focus in on Marjorie Taylor Greene, which is for those who may not know, that's who we're focusing on, right? Uh, but they're a literal. Tens of thousands of people yeah. who said, I want her to go to Congress. Unbelievable. So we can focus on her and say, wow, what an idiot. And then you think, literally. Ten, well, I don't know how many people would have elected her in her district, but let's assume it was six figures worth of people. Right. Well, it's Arizona, pretty populated. Yeah. So probably quite a lot of people. Yeah, more, more, more people than I'm, I'm comfortable sorry, I'm talking wrong. about. It's Georgia. Georgia, my bad. Oh, yeah. I just assumed what, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the difference. Right, as if. <laughs> but, yeah, but that many Georgians had to say, yes, we would like this person to represent us as a proxy in Washington to the federal government. And the answer is, oh, my God, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I know, I know. Eh, wrong answer. <laughs> Come on now. And I mean, we laugh, but we laugh at our peril because she – Madison Cawthorn, Tom Cotton, Gates. Matt Gates. Yep. You name them. These are fascists. These are literal fascists. And they would, given, I think law is a restraint that is only an annoyance to them. So they would, you know, arguably, I say this, my own speculation, they would arguably recommend the end of uh, the, the cessation of life yeah. for yeah. liberals. Yeah. You know, sure. So they could then kind of violently take over. It's that level of depravity. You know, here's the um, here's the thing. Um, so um, Biden announces that he's going to appoint a uh, c- c- completely just just to, I'm just off topic, but good example. Mm-hmm. Biden announces he's going to appoint a black woman as um, as the next mm-hmm. Supreme Court Supreme Court yeah. judge. Thank you. And uh, and and OK, good. You know, and unfortunately, I think it's guys like um, Joe Biden, people who look like Joe Biden that, that are going to sort of slowly change the landscape about how we approach things. We could debate that all day long. But I just I think that right now this is not going to help. So anyway, uh, not going to hurt. So anyway, um, as we as we are discussing, uh, somebody comes up to me and says, oh, you know, it's a, and I know the guy. He's completely a Trumpy kind of guy. 
And he says to me, he goes, oh, you know, what do you think about uh, Biden appointing a black woman uh, to be a Supreme Court judge? I mean, don't you think he should appoint uh, so, uh, appoint a, 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 a like like a qualified the most person? Qualified person. Right? I said, yeah. I said because because you know Amy Coney Barrett and Beer Beer Barrel Bob, those are two <laughs> real. Uh, so don't even talk to me about it. Oh, and uh, and and he goes, well, you don't think that he should put up. Uh, uh, appoint the the most qualified person and i said here's my answer to you shut the fuck up yeah kind of you know i said i I am sorry i am done having these conversations with people like you yeah just done exactly you know so when you get into gazpacho police yeah you know like i i I always think to myself i like i want to run back in time and go i'm just going to drop this on you because in a couple of days some idiot from your party is going to say gazpacho police so i just want to stick a pin in that and come back to you <laughs> and listen to you defend that level of ignorance she was mis she was misinterpreted five times it was must be that people are not understanding where she was coming it was a joke mm. you know and in the ways that people rationalize the worst things and if that was the worst thing she ever said, I would feel pretty oh, okay. Oh yeah, but she is just a dreadful, dreadful human being. Right. You know, and a House representative. And like Bobert. <laughs> right, Bobert. Right. That's an, I forgot about that one. Bobert. Like, you who, lose track of these people. Who, who follows school shooting victims down the street, harassing them? No, that was Marjorie Taylor. That, Marjorie Taylor. No, Green. that was Bobert, wasn't it? Oh uh, no, I, I, well, I, no, I, both. I, I, I trust. I, I trust your. Yeah, right. It's, it's up for grabs. I remember seeing video. Of that from, you know, from, uh, was it the, yeah, yeah the Flor- Florida shooting. The, the, yeah, the, um, um, anyway. I can't keep track of the shooting. I know. Yeah. That's another thing. Right. We Different so, podcasts for a different But day. this is what I mean. Like, so while we've talked about this many times, like, there is a cleave in this country of people who are pro-reality and pro-whatever the fuck that is. Right. You know? And so, like, I, you know, you've heard me say before, too, like, Raised by a, a liberal mom and a conservative dad, both good people, both good ideas, different angles on how you do things and so forth, but decent and respectable people. What the fuck is this? Right. Like, this is not, this isn't even about, like we know that the, the liberalism and, and Democrats have moved to the right for sure. And the right, the conservative right, has moved into the land of fascism. And oh. I'm not joking. It's not hyperbole. No. It is moving into fascism. Right. And like- so how many generations of us are taught, by the way, here's why Hitler is bad. By the way, here's why the Balkans happened the way that that happened. Right. Here is how Kosovo, you know, here, this is how, it, you know, and like, and, you know, the, the Hutus and the Tutsis. And like, and like, we all go, yeah, we better make sure that never happens again. <laughs> and now we're watching this shit happen, happen again in this country. Right. You know, you know, I, I've uh, I, I use the Handmaid's Tale yeah. and examples from that uh, far too much, uh, but there is a there's an episode in in which the main character is recounting how they got to this Gilead, yeah. right? And Gilead, of course, is the dystopian uh, world post uh, post war, and um, and they said, you know, when uh, when when Congress burned, we didn't worry about it. When they started burning the books, we just thought our leaders will take care of it, and and you know just how sort of as a, a as a citizenry we just sort of accepted that our elected officials would take care of these things, uh, right? Uh, That's uh, what I'm talking about. Well, I would argue, and I would push back, not push back so much as to say, and it's a recurring theme for me, is 
I fully expect Republicans, conservatives to be rapacious. Yeah. I fully expect them yeah. to be forceful in how they do things. I fully expect them to gerrymander. I fully expect them to take power in ways that are illicit. I do not expect, at least theoretically, Democrats and the so-called opposition party to roll the fuck over and offer their jugular. Because this is what happens day after day after day, Joe Biden included. He's the head of it. We're watching this Democratic Party go like, well, gosh, I sure wish they shouldn't. They, they shouldn't have stormed the Capitol and, and committed violence against people. Let's talk about this for 10 years. Right. You know, it's so not- this is the stuff we have a literal fascist party marching and fomenting and growing. And you got the Democrats going like, well, we should really have a conversation. Yeah, let's talk about it. We should. Really and you know, look here. Here's the one thing. As as you know, I'm 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 running for school board here in in, in our town. What? Right. And and my whole thing is like, let's have a conversation. But I think at this level we can have that conversation. At that level, the conversation is done. Yeah. There is no conversing, or right. or or as Marjorie Taylor Greene would say, conversating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There is We're no... trying to conversate while I'm gazpachoing. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, the sad thing was, um, if you asked her what gazpacho was, I am 90% sure she couldn't answer that question either. There's so many uh, soup Nazi jokes. Oh, my God. It's just the internet, like, broke <laughs> the other day. You can't even make these jokes anymore because they make them for themselves. Right. You can't even think, like, you, you could make up a meme and post it. And then other five other memes are getting more hits than yours because you were kind of the last of the party because that's how quickly right. these things are writing right. themselves. That's exactly right. Do you yeah. remember Michelle Bachman? I do. Minnesota. <laughs> Reasonable <laughs> compared to what oh we have God. today. Kind of. And she was nutball crazy oh, she back was, in the day. Just, she was a, just a bag of bats. And I remember when I used to do my radio show saying, like, how many people have to show up and pull the lever to say, I would like this completely completely insane, demonstrably insane woman to represent me in Washington. Right. And that was from a seemingly innocent time. She was from Minnesota, right? Correct. And just a nightmare. Just a nightmare. Yeah. Like a hyper-Christian nightmare. Yeah. And it's like not knocking on Christians, but that kind of Christianity. (laughs) No. I'll knock on Christians. (laughs) Yeah, right. I gladly will. I'll knock on people who are nothing like the Christ character. Right. You know? Because this stuff is bullshit. Yeah. And you see people like the gun-toting Jesus sorts um, who want to forcefully take power, who want to forcefully make people submit to their will. It's like, I think you need to reread that book. Yeah, take a quick, just a little closer look. Just just read a part. You know, even if you just like <laughs> pull out the talking points. Turn I, the other cheek. Right. Forgive. There's some essentials here. You know, just, help the poor. Yeah. You remember the just help the that, poor that part? whole thing. I know it's not a convenient talking point, but, you know, <laughs> I know that that part takes a lot of work, uh, you know, that you have to, if you don't adopt that, you can't just sit in your back room just say, right. pull you up by your bootstraps. So my current agenda remains to get the hell out. Mm-hmm. I've had enough. I've had enough of this country. I want out. I'm actively seeking to leave this country and denounce my citizenship. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't. And you I, know how I'm wired. Yep. Stay and fight. I know. Make it better. I appreciate that. But I, like, as I'm about to turn 60 in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's real. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. maybe if life goes perfectly, I get 20 or 30 more years. If it goes perfectly. Right. right? And then I may not even like it come 90, but whatever. But, like, I'm trying to think to myself, like, what is it that I want? 
how do I want to ride out these few decades? And there's a part, like, you know, me as well. I've known you a long time. I've been politically active since ever. <laughs> and in one form or another, been really kind of showing up, you know, doing radio, yeah. like, you know, writing things, like pushing, donating, all the things that I can do to foment conversation. And it's like, it just gets worse. It, you know, it, it, and it's super frustrating, yeah. right? It is super, yeah. super frustrating. And look, here's the one thing I will tell you, right? And as I mentioned earlier, so like I'm, I'm running for the school board thing, right? What? And, and, um, you know, and, and one of my concerns was running for any kind of office, any elected position, is I'm just another white face in a crowd That's that real. needs more diversity. That's real. Um, I like to think that my white face will do more good than somebody else's white face. I agree with you there. You know, and I'm uh, I, I do believe that the most qualified candidate should win, but I also believe that unless we get more diverse candidates in there, nothing will ever change. I have to agree with you there. You know, so it, it's it's this weird space that I am in right now. As and you're it, looking to advocate for those that have less voice. Right. So. Here's a for instance, right? And just to completely tangent and get on, uh, get on my little political soapbox for a second. So as I was reading through just local notes, agendas, Attended a a thing uh, at a school board meeting because they're all done virtually now. Um, it's easier for me just to sort of pop on and pay attention. Uh, reading the minutes, reading this, reading that, I realized to myself, you know what's weird? So a lot of this stuff is getting passed by our school board without any interaction with the people who have to execute it. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. Huh? How about yeah. that? So I started to meet with some of our our local school administrators. Right. Okay. And what I have found is that nobody has talked to any of them oh. in years. Oh, no way. And I was literally, every time I'm wearing a mask, so I had to say, so you can't see this right now, but I am sitting here gape mouth right now. Right. Like, nobody has talked to you? Yikes. And I believe that you can move that Straight up the chain. Yeah. Well, I agree with you there. But also it speaks to how impotent and uh, passive people feel in affecting governance. You know as well as I do that fully a third of the Brattleboro budget is the school. Brattleboro is where we are. Right. And, and here's the thing, too. So you've got people without kids in the school system anymore right. whose taxes are impacted by this. Right. And, and I keep saying, why are you complaining? Right. This school, these people that go through this school system right now will be the person who make decisions on how you live out the rest of your life. Yep. Do you want that person to be an idiot or do you want that person right. to be as well educated as humanly possible? Right. You do not want this to fester. You want people well and healthy because right. they'll be taking care of you as you get older. If my taxes go up 50 bucks a month, right? okay, that's, that's my personal well-being 401k plan then. The cost of doing business. Right. right. So, so be it. Right. Um, exactly. I am not adverse to having school budgets across the land raised. Tax the people, 
educate the people, then you know what's going to happen eventually. Those taxes will drop because you've got a more educated base that is not taking advantage of the system, hopefully. Who will They're then all... push back and say the top 1% should be paying most of the Exactly. You know, what 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 happens then if you educate people? But we know in this country, the the as, as the Mrs. Gaspacho police so eloquently put that she is so educationally challenged that, oh, my freaking Lord, it is just like how stupid can you be? How the hell did you get elected? If she resigned from Congress today, she would collect her annual salary till the day she died and have the best health insurance yep. money can buy. Yep. So two years, you know, is a, is a term for the House, six for the Senate. Like, so you show up and like you're good, you're right. good to go. But this, I mean, what does it take to get somebody there? Right. So, like, this is where we're at. Yeah. So I mean, money. It, it is certainly money, and that's up. sad. Right. And here, it's a tangent to all kinds of things, mm-hmm. but a lot of what we talk about is about empowerment. Right. A lot of what we talk, or the lack thereof. Right. And when people see, like, we're in Vermont, so, like, we can feel pretty good about representation. We can feel good about having, I, in my view, um, a legislature that's pretty responsive to the people. Not perfect, and there's things I wish were different, God knows, but largely pretty available. Our representatives, our senators, very available. Right. There's at least one Senate seat up right now. So yep. there's a you know, discussion happening, and people have these conversations. I think that is the, the sadly, the exception to the rule. And I, I think people feel so removed from their representation, so removed from governance, that they don't necessarily feel involved. They don't feel like they have any play. They don't, they don't feel like they can impact things. Right. And I think that's where things break down. The second we start to say, like, well, I wish I could do something about it, but I can't. And, well, I show up and I vote. It's not enough right. to vote. You know, let me, let me give you another example. There's an organization that I, I know that I can help in, in one of my professional capacities, mm-hmm. all right? And in that comp- professional capacity, these people provide what I consider to be a critical service to our first responders. Nice. All right? So I reached out to them because a friend of mine who is a first responder reached out to me and said, these people need some help. Mm-hmm. Can you do anything for them? Yep. Reached out to them, did a little something for them, mm-hmm. and didn't hear from them again. And I was like, just so you know, you, that wasn't enough. Right. What I, that little thing I did for you was nice, made you right. feel good the moment, but we need to do more. Exactly. So I need to remind you that I am still here. And I think that people are, are error on the side of politeness sometimes mm-hmm. and don't really understand like that I can help you more, let me do that. Yep. And I think that when we are dealing with politics, you have to approach that the same way. You never, ever assume, even even people that are most well-intended, like the Bernie Sanders and the Peter Welches uh, of the land are, are the most well-intended politicians that you have, the Becca Balance, you know? Big fan. You know, so... That and and these are all. If you're listening afar, these are all our our local our, um, you know, our local peeps here. You may have heard of Bernie Sanders. You might have, yeah. I think you know <laughs> he had something to do with a bird a couple of years ago. Right, you might right. have remembered that. Um, <laughs> so the, these are the people who who defend our right to be Vermonters and and represent us well. At least as far as Steve and I are concerned, and I believe you're concerned fairly well. Yeah, I feel pretty good. I'm a bigger fan of Peter Welch than many of my progressive friends. Yeah, because Peter's not exactly what I call like cutting-edge progressive, no. but I see him as somebody who's very responsive to pressures 
from his constituency, and that's right. not a small thing. That's your job. But And it's exactly it. And thank you for bringing that up because that was my point. That's what I wanted to make. I can believe, I can believe that something should happen this way. Mm-hmm. But if a massive amount of my constituents tell me no, right. even though it goes against the core of my being, I represent them. Yep. So I must defend that and bring that to the front. Yeah, wholly agree with that. You know, and that, but and again, so you and you and I are cynical enough to know what politics and politicking actually looks like. Right. But when you do meet people who do represent, who actually feel like they need to show up, Bernie's the great example. Yep. But like, you know, same message for forty something years of saying like, we need to make it better for people. It's hard to be alive in America mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And so when people are responsive, I think Becca is the quintessential responsive. Uh, uh, a politician. A politician feels like a slur. I, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> look, I, you know, I, I get, I, uh, there are a few politicians that I feel like are going to get it done. Yeah. And she, to me, I feel like she's going to get it done. I felt the same way about Peter Welch. Yep. And, and the only reason I felt that way about Peter Welch is because I could get Peter Welch on the phone and talk to him. Yeah. And I feel like my personal contact with him, you two at the yep. radio station, mm-hmm made a difference because otherwise I probably wouldn't have been quite as in alignment with him. No. But I saw him respond. I remember, you'll remember famously when Bush was president and Dan DeWalt used to come on the show a lot, on my show. Citizen activist. Citizen activist, local, and a great guy and a very progressive thinker. Um, He was leaning in on the impeachment thing and Peter Welch heard him. He heard him and he changed his position. Right. And not just Dan. Dan was representing other people as well. But like, he responded. That's what a government, uh, an elected government official, ought to be doing. Right. Like, well, gonna feel out how my people are. And thinking. I get that it's exhausting because you're one person and you've right. got to listen to seven hundred thousand people. Exactly right. And a lot of whacked out. Right. About and a and a lot of that stuff is just crazy. Right. You know, birds aren't real conspiracy <laughs> theory shit. <laughs> Even though I. Love that. I was I just know. I was just talking. I was you got to meet Mike before you yeah. went on the air. We were just talking about that whole thing and it, what how brilliant it's the whole brilliant. birds are. Birds are not real. That's how we are. Like now, you know, we're having a discussion about what's real and what's not. Right. It's not about what I like and what I don't or what I prefer. What I what it's like. What's is this real? And like we're having a hard time reality testing. Right. Human beings. You know? So there was a a photo a, a video meme. I guess I don't know what to call them. Uh, and where a, one person plays two people, uh, and it's the, this lady walks through the door and she says, "Hi, I'm January 2022. I just wanted to call and check and see how we did." And the girl turns around like, well, "We did awful. This happened, and this was awful, and that was awful, and this was awful, and then this and this happened." And and they keep cutting back and forth. And January's going like, "Oh my God! Oh, that was terrible! Oh, it really!" And then this happened, and then and then and then Bob Saget died, and then you know it just it was just all this kind of weird stuff. And then and then she said, and then the government issued a statement saying birds are real. And so January said, so birds aren't real? She goes, right. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, so you and I are are busy. Like, I, I, you know, we're old enough to know, and I'm older than you are, but uh, to remember a certain kind of dialogue, a certain kind of conversation that happened where you could reasonably disagree with people. And now we're fighting about whether something's real or not, like whether it's actually existent or not. You know, it's like, you know, I don't know where you go from that. It's like, I'm out. Like, you like, good luck with that. I hope it all works out. I look forward to being an expatriate 
and look back and go like, Ooh, I hope that fascism doesn't go too bad with you folks. Right. But I'll be watching it from the beautiful em- Emerald Island, I should hope, you know, in due time. In due time. Until then, uh, gazpacho? Yes, please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Fish. I've been Steve. This has been the Year Spoon brought to you by Mocha Joe's. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was right here. I was right here. I had to be here. in front of the microphone. We might as well do it. Oh. This is Earspoon. You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. Wow.